The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. If you find yourself thinking, there's countries I'd like to visit in the world, but I don't know how to pick. Well, we're going to give you the extremes of suggestions through the good offices of Joan Scales, travel journalist and broadcasters, because, or broadcaster, because there is an index that looks at, it is called the Global Peace Index, the safest and most dangerous countries in the world. Let's start at the risky end of the spectrum. Where is dangerous that we should avoid, Joe? Oh, Anton, thanks very much for having me on. Well, there's a lot of uh, places. You'll know anyway. You'll say, oh, well, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't go there. So places like topping the list are Afghanistan, of course. Uh, We know what's been going on there. It's been horrendous there for many, many years now at this stage. Yemen, of course, terrible unrest. Uh, Syria, of course. Uh, South Sudan, the DRC, Congo, um, Russia, of course, is on this list as well. As um, I could see the the bit of Russia that butts up against Ukraine, I could see as being particularly dangerous. But Russia, as a total country, Russia is as a total is on dangerous. the top ten most dangerous. So the crime rates are have fallen. Funny enough, the murder rate has actually fallen since two thousand and eight. But overall, uh, crime rates in Russia wouldn't make it one of the most dangerous countries. Of course, followed by Ukraine, and we know why that's happening in Ukraine. Of course, Somalia and Sudan and Iraq, of course. Isn't isn't it an amazing condemnation of the damage that was done by colonialism when you see how many of the top 10 are in sub-Saharan Africa? I mean, the DRC, Somalia. Yeah, Congo. Yes, they're all there. Yeah. Take us to the positive end of the spectrum. Where where is lovely and safe to go? The lovely and safe places, you won't be surprised because this, this country has topped this list for the last 16 years since Iceland. Because the Icelanders are all traditionally peacemakers. Are they? Peacekeepers. Yes, they are. They are. And as a country, they value people's uh, society, you know, the, their their place in society. So Iceland is up there as the top because it's... Uh, now, um, my understanding of Iceland was that it was populated by Vikings who briefly stopped here and in Scotland to steal all of our women and murder all of our men and then took off to Iceland. In the intervening years, those genes have mellowed, have they? They definitely have mellowed, actually, judging by their history. But Iceland, if you've been to Iceland, it, it is a lovely place. It's... it's uh, it's all about peace. And of course, a lot of peacekeepers came from Iceland as well. Um, I can't remember offhand their names. I can't pronounce them because those Icelandic names are, 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 are difficult for our tongue. But after that, you have Denmark. And Denmark is number two. And Denmark is uh, the one country in the world where the, um, the, the in a, there's income inequality is the lowest. In Denmark, is it? In Denmark, yeah, which makes for a very nice country. It's also a beautiful country to visit, um, particularly Copenhagen. It's amazing. And oh, great that's news. Great design. On who rounds out the podium in third place? Oh, in third place is ourselves. And why not? Because uh, we're rated, you know, for we've our national security is very high. The perceived criminality is low. Uh, we're doing well. Jumped up five places since last year which is great. And presumably we've jumped up a lot of places since the 1990s because there has been significant change, I assume, when we still had the troubles north of the border. Well, I'm sure because this index is based on uh, societal values, conflicts, uh, crime rates, all those kind of things. They're, you know, they, they are taken into account. And yes, of course, the fact that we have a peace agreement for more than 25 years now would definitely have a significant effect on Ireland. Now, I don't mean to look a gift horse in the, but in the, the top 10, for a lot of them, there's nowhere that has nice weather. I mean, Denmark is lovely and so is Iceland, but you know what I mean? You're not going on a sun holiday. Is there anywhere that you would recommend that gives me somewhere that I can sit on the beach and be safe? Well, actually, New Zealand is in there. Is, New oh, Zealand the, is, is number four. Is New Zealand four. sunny enough that you'd go on a summer holiday? Well, it does, yeah. 
part, well, it's, I suppose it's similar to ourselves, no, but it has incredible scenery, amazing scenery. If we Although, look back on the, Portugal's in at number seven. Portugal is in there. Well, Portugal has amazing weather, so. I'll take Portugal. I mean, we take Portugal. Um, is yes, there any Portugal. of the top 10? Because we have Iceland, Denmark, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, Singapore, Portugal, Slovenia, Japan and Switzerland. If you had to pick one as a recommendation to people, which would you say to go to? Well, I'd be a fan of Portugal, but I tell you where everybody's going this year and I can't believe it. I'd be talking a lot more about this. Japan. Are they? Japan is, Japan is actually getting to the stage now. They're actually having to limit people going to Japan because it's so popular. And I can tell you, nearly one in every 10 or even less Irish people are going to Japan this year because no. I keep meeting people who tell me they booked their trips to Japan because Japan was the last place to open after COVID and there's a huge pent up demand. And it can't be cheap to get from Ireland to Japan. Not, but I tell you, the, the euro against the yen is actually very good for a change. The other thing <laughs> that we do well in, because you said that we were number three in terms of safest, we also do well in terms of most chilled out. Yeah, here's a great survey that I saw this week. I thought this was great. It's actually done by a gambling uh, a gambling company called Slot Tracker. And it's not about gambling, funny enough. It's about the most relaxing countries in Europe. So Slot Tracker had a look at Europe, 15 countries, and said, well, let's have a look, see who's the most relaxing country. And here, Iceland, of course, topped it again. The Icelanders, they're getting annoying at this oh, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, getting, yeah. you're not too happy with those Icelanders. But Ireland is number two. Funny enough. And the reason why, the basis for the survey is that they assess the number of spas, yoga pilates centres, national parks and hiking trails. So all the elements that uh, make a relaxing holiday apart from the slot machines. We do well in terms of per capita representation of pilates centres, do we? Apparently we have the fourth highest number of spas per capita, which amazes me. Uh, We have more national parks in the UK. There's per capita one. or in total? In per total. Capita, in total no, in total. We've have more we? national parks, yeah, we do. And uh, we must we be just calling it a national park, are we? Is it we that if we get a small patch of green, we're calling it a national park? Well, well I suppose it's relative, isn't it? But we also have a doubly amount of hiking trails of Slovenia, which is people love Look going at us, hiking huh? in Slovenia. We got a text in total agreement to you to say, if you see the extraordinary Iceland Channel 5 show recently with Alexander Armstrong. It, there are 20 hours of sunlight. Have you been there during the summer when you get the 20 hours I of was, sunlight? I was there in the summer and we were up uh, half the night. We were there around towards the end of May when I went. And it is a beautiful country. It is. It's fabulous, but you can't eat the scenery. And it's incredibly <laughs> expensive. <laughs> oh, on that note, Joan, thank you very much. That is Joan Scales, travel journalist and broadcaster. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.